I've been there and I've run all of the boats and I know what it's like and I know what it's like to show up early and I know what it's like to leave late and, you know, be out and boating all day long and, and you know, wanting, oh, we're gonna go back to the dock and then, oh, never mind, let's go over here and anchor. Like, it's a tough job and it's always important to me to keep the crew happy. Jared, right, you wanna roll into it? Let's do it. Cool, thanks for joining me, man, I appreciate it. No problem, thanks um, for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad we could time this out. I know we've been trying to do this for a couple of weeks, but thanks for moving stuff around. I appreciate it. Yeah. So a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about as we go through this is one, how you started the company. Uh, that's always fascinating to me personally, but then also kind of the difference as you scaled it from either one or a couple boats, whatever you started with to now closing in on a hundred uh, definitely want to ask you what that journey has been like and what you've had to do to make that sustainable. Um, I want to ask you about why you focus so much on the customer details. Um, I also want to talk to you about digitizing your processes, some of the stuff we were talking about yesterday, and then uh, this trend you're seeing towards smaller yachts. So I got the bullets. I'll, we'll come back to these. But dude, how did you get this started? Um yeah, so I uh, became a yacht broker. I was always on the service side of things okay. uh, for my my whole life. You know, um, my family was always uh, in this industry, um, and you know, I was always around boats, around stuff like that. And um, you know, I would see uh, these yacht brokers pull up when I'm like in the engine room or like you know polishing the top of a boat or something like that. And they would like pull up in their nice car and like have a nice shirt on and in the air conditioning. And I'm like, I want that. That's what I want. So whatever I got to do to get that, that's what I want to do. And um, some time went on and I, I, you know, ended up getting out of the marine industry for a little while um, and then jumped back in it. And I jumped back in as a yacht broker. And, um, you know, I worked for Atlantic Yacht and Ship. Uh, they gave me a great opportunity, taught me a lot. Uh, you know, a couple guys there took me under their wing and, um, you know, I sold some boats and everything like that. But, you know, yacht broking is, uh, <laughs> it's a tough game. Um, a really, really tough game. It's either feast or famine and, and it's one of those situations. And um, I was in a place where I couldn't really afford to just be a yacht broker and, uh, you know, long story short, I was actually talking about this with uh, the client I was with before I came here. Uh, he kind of asked me the same question and- um, He did a little interview prep yeah, for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, you know, it was really funny. I, um, I uh, uh, the guy that brought me into Atlantic Yacht and Ship, a very, very dear friend of mine um, that I owe a lot to, that gave me a chance, believed in me and, and gave me an opportunity. Uh, I was washing and sort of taking care of his 55 Zealander and I was making 400 bucks a week. And I told him, I said, listen, like I need to pay my bills. I need to do something because like I, my family doesn't like help me out with money. I don't, you know, I need to, I need to make some money here. Sure. And so <laughs> uh, I was making 400 bucks a week washing the Zealander, you know, uh, once a week and sort of doing the strainers and checking things and kind of getting the boat ready for him and doing whatever he asked me to do. And, um, you know, when I was doing, when I was taking care of that boat, 
I really liked it. I, I like felt good about it. Like I had accomplished something and that I like can make something look nice. And, you know, when the owners come, it's presentable and it's staged and it's, you know, and it feels good and they're happy about it and all these things. And I really like that. And, um, you know, one thing led to another long story short, uh, you know, I was introduced to, um, the owner of Vanquish Yachts, um, you know, and I was taking care of a couple boats and, um, you know, doing my thing in Fort Lauderdale, I had the Zealander, I had a big, uh, 80 foot Hatteras, um, and a few other, you know, boats like that. I think I had a 39 Nortec at the time. Um, and so I got a call one day and said, Hey, can you come meet the owner or meet, meet this guy who's the owner of Vanquish Yachts? And I said, um, I said, yeah, no problem. And, you know, a few weeks before that I was doing some stuff on a, on a boat and, you know, they were like, oh, you got to meet this guy. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I'm like, sure. I yeah, hear this all the time. Yeah. You know, sounds good. Call me whenever, you know? Yep. And, um, so I ended up going to meet this guy and, and him and I hit it off and, and still a great friend of mine today. And, um, you know, one thing led to another and he approached me, uh, about a month later, I think, and said, um, you know, can you, uh, can you, uh, put together, you know, like a proposal for a client? I have a brand new 50 foot vanquish coming in. Um, and, uh, you know, um, we'll present it to the client and it's going to be in the Miami boat show and this and that. And uh, I said, yeah, no problem. And I, I put together the first like real, like full management YMS program. Um, it's actually, uh, I actually have it framed. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I sent it over and I met the client at the boat show and he looked at it real quick and said, you know, when can you start? And I said, <laughs> right now, tomorrow, whenever you want, you know? Um, so we went through the boat show and that was, that was my first, uh, like, you know, like I said, I was taking care of some other boats and stuff and, and doing a lot, but this was like my full, you know, hundred percent do everything. I'm responsible for everything management boat. And, uh, Vanquish is a really big part of, of the story and the journey. Um, you know, I love the boats. I love, I love those guys and, um, you know, the owner of the company, a great guy and, and has done a lot for me. And, and I, I want to say I've helped him out too. And, and it's just a phenomenal relationship, but, um, you know, um, when, when I got that boat, it really, at the time it was kept in Miami and Miami beach and it sort of injected me into the Miami beach and, you know, Miami yachting scene. And, you know, we would do, you know, lunch at Sea Spice and, you know, go to Nixon and Anchor and do all this stuff. And I was running the boat the whole time. You know, you were the captain on I was, it too? I was running it. I was doing everything on it, washing okay. it, cleaning it, doing strainers, checking systems, scheduling service, managing the yard periods, doing all this stuff. And then another vanquish came. And then, you know, in between those couple vanquishes, I had picked up another couple boats. I had a 47 Intrepid and I got another 47 Intrepid. Um, I had a 39 Nortec, the Zealander I was doing, uh, a couple Vanquishes. Um, uh, and Did you still have that Hatteras at that time? Yep, I still had the Hatteras and it was crazy. I always tell my guys like every Thursday was like a crazy day for me. I'd wake up at, I don't know, four o'clock in the morning, go to the Hatteras in Lauderdale, do the whole thing, wash the whole boat, then head to Miami Beach Marina, do the 50 Vanquish, 
get all that squared away, then go to a 54 Vanquish that I ended up eventually getting. It's still down in, you know, down in Miami Beach. The captain's a great friend of mine. Do that boat and then go to their 39 Nortec and do that boat. And I would be done at like seven or eight o'clock at night. And that was like my Thursday routine, you know? Um, but, you know, things always, even to this day, I never, I never really like scaled. Like I never, like on purpose, like I never, I always, you know, I've rejected a lot of boats and, and sometimes I still do if they don't like fit our profile and what we're doing, um, you know, but I've always done things very organically. Um, you know, I think I had 11 boats myself by myself that I was doing everything on until I hired my first guy. And the only reason that I needed another guy was because it was taking me eight, nine hours to do a three or four hour job because I was on the phone uh -huh. uh, all day long, dealing with stuff, calling, taking, you know, calls from owners, scheduling stuff, whatever it was, troubleshooting, this and that, um, you know, and, and then I needed a guy I needed, I needed to, uh, it was that, that turning point of either I'm going to stay where I'm at and kind of have eight to 10 boats and just kind of chill or, I'm gonna take this thing to the next level. And, you know, it's, so, it's like never enough for me, you know? Like okay. I, I, I wanted to make the turn to, you know, cause I knew something was there and it was going really well. Um, and, you know, the guy that I hired was great. He still works for me today. He runs the entire, uh, you know, Sag Harbor and Hamptons location. We have a whole huge fleet of boats up there. Um, and this guy didn't know how to hold a deck brush, you know, and I taught him everything he knew he knows. And, and, you know, don't get me wrong. He's learned a lot on the way from other technicians and people and stuff, um, you know, but, but uh, I hired this guy and, and he was just a, a solid guy. You know, I gave him something to do. I never had to think about it. I always had a good attitude, never said no. Um, you know, and now he's making a extremely good living and, and, you know, really doing a great job and taking care of a whole location for me that I don't even have to talk to the clients other than to say hello and how are you doing, you know, um, which is great. And, and, and I love that, you know, I love um, watching, uh, you know, some of these people grow and, and move up in the ranks and, you know, that started as boat washers, but now are managers or, you know, operations managers or service coordinators or whatever it is. Um, you know, I'm very big on promoting from within. If you, you know, show up and you do a, a great job and you put in the extra time and the extra effort, um, and, uh, you know, you work hard. Um, I'm, I'm, happy to to move people up you know sure. and that's how i operate because i never nothing was ever really handed to me you know um my family didn't help me out with the business you know they i i i tried i you know i'm not gonna lie yeah. i was like hey like you know can you throw me some clients or hey can you help me out or introduce me to somebody or whatever it was um but the answer was always no you know um, and I, and now looking back on it, I appreciate that because I had to do it on my own and, and work hard and work every single day and all day and night and put in all the time and effort. Um, and it's really great and it's, it's paid off pretty well, but, um, you know, I, I really pay attention to and appreciate the hard work of the team and, and what they do. Um, so some time went on and, you know, then I needed a captain or two you know, to run the boats that I wasn't on. 
and um, I ended up meeting a couple guys um, at the uh, boat show in Fort Lauderdale, um, you know, in the early days. And those guys still, you know, run with me and run boats for us, you know, all the time. Um, you know, super grateful for the captains and, and the stews and all the crew members and everything. I tell them that all the time. I say it all the time. You know, um, it's, it's an extremely important part of the business. Um, it's, an, a, it's a big, important part of the industry. Yeah. Right. Um, and now we have such a, a great captain and crew network that it's just like, I, I don't even know. It's, it's just the most amazing thing. You know, like I look, on, look back today and I'm just like, this is amazing. You know, like <laughs> these guys and, and the, the, the men and women of the, of the crew that, that we have is just great. Imagine if you had full control of your boat, you felt safer eliminated the unknown, and you were able to forecast and plan for your boat's upcoming maintenance instead of being caught off guard. Can you imagine knowing exactly what is installed on your boat down to the part and serial number on all of your standard and custom equipment at a moment's notice? Having instant access to your manuals while at dock or at sea and provide custom departure checklists specifically for your boat and your crew. Imagine ensuring the safety of your vessels and passengers with instant access to send emergency alerts and being able to ensure the value and the pedigree of your boat with digital logs recording the full history of every event on your boat. Well, you can with Vessel Vanguard. We are the leading maintenance and safety management software in the marine industry. We work with a wide range of marine industry experts, including yacht owners, captains, ferry and tugboat operators. If you're looking to safeguard your assets and preserve your revenue, visit VesselVanguard.com and schedule a demonstration for yourself. The link can be found in the show notes below. We look forward to supporting you and your vessel soon. Yeah, and, and actually knowing what goes into the job itself is a huge part. Yeah. It's a big part of leadership, right? Is actually yeah. understanding what the people on the ground are doing day to day. Yeah. So then you're not asking things that are sometimes literally impossible because you're going to get requests from owners that right. are. And, and, you know, exactly. Yeah. And, and the thing is for me, and, I, and I'd like to think that all my guys know this, maybe the new guys, not so much, but I, I try to remind them like, I've done every single thing that anyone has ever done in this business that works for YMS, I've done. I've scheduled every captain, I've placed every crew member, I've run every boat, I've washed every boat, I've cleaned all the engine rooms, I've done all the strainers, I've, you know, scheduled all the service, I've 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 done it all. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's not one thing that I ask whether it's my assistant, whether it's somebody doing an invoice, whether it's one of the guys washing the boat, whether it's a guy checking on something, whether it's scheduling service, whatever it is that I haven't done, you know? Yeah. Because there was a time where it was just me and there was a time there was just me and one other guy. And now we have, you know, a lot of employees and people and everything like that, um, you know, and it's, it's great, but you know, all of those things, I either did on my own or, or, you know, had one or two other people doing it alongside me. So, you know, and I think that not only the captain stews, you know, all these people, but, you know, even our direct team, they know, you know, and, and like tomorrow morning, I'm going to train one of my, one of my new guys to, you know, washing down, you know, it's cool. I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not above anything, you know yep. what I mean? I'll, whatever it takes, you know? Just get the job done. Just get the job done. You know, we had a captain pull out of a, uh, um, it was actually from here, was, the boat was docked right there. Um, it was a 58 Vanquish and um, uh, 
and uh, the captain pulled out last minute, like at 11 o'clock at night for a move-in for a boat show. And, uh, and, you know, I had something important to do that next morning. And that's why I got, you know, I placed this captain and he pulled out and, you know, I went and ran the boat to Palm Beach and put it in the boat show, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, and that's how I like to operate, you know, and, um, and, and run things, you know? And when did you start the company? Um, 2018-ish. Like and that. that's when you had I had the Zlander in 2018. Okay. Yeah. Damn, okay. So Something this like is that. 5 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So and yeah, I see it on Instagram like pretty frequently. You guys have another post like, "Oh, got another Vanquish. See yeah. the Pardos coming like, "Hey, got a new customer." Yeah. I yeah. feel like I see like one every single day, but yeah. it's pretty frequently. So what's what's that growth been like in a short period of time? war war <laughs> um no it's it's you know like i said it's all it's all been you know very organic right like you know we get uh and and for a while now we can take on you know a decent amount of boats without like really getting too flustered um with certain things um right now in the hamptons it's it's absolutely nuts crazy super busy um down here we're busy but we're busy in other ways with a lot of service and stuff like that um but with growing, you know, like this, I mean, I knew, you know, I knew boats were going to be coming in and I knew like I would, you know, talk to the Vanquish guys or whoever. And I know like 10, I got 10 boats that are potentially going to be ours in the next six months. Like I need to hire a couple guys, get them trained up and then you know, go from there. Right. And when it hits you. And I think that, you know, being able to take on this many boats, it's a little bit of, uh, what we talked about, um, you know, the other day, you gotta be very organized, very systematic, very organized, extremely scheduled and way out in front of everything. Um, mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong, you know, we fall short sometimes, you know, I'm not, and I tell clients this when they're, you know, on the phone with me and we're talking about, uh, a management program. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I tell them, look, you know, I'm a human and so are my guys and we're not perfect and we're perfect a lot of the time, but we're not, we're not going to be perfect every single second of the way. And sometimes I might make a mistake. Sometimes I'll probably drop the ball, you know, just cause that's, that's it. And I'm not here to tell you that I'm the greatest thing to ever walk this earth. Cause I'm not, you know, um, and that's the approach that I take with everything, not just in, in, in business, but in my life, right? And so, you know, growing to, you know, from 10 boats to 50 boats was pretty natural, right? Okay. Like it was, you know, we just, we just keep working. We just keep going. We just, okay, now we got to adjust. All right, now we got 25 boats. We got to adjust from what we were doing at 10 boats. 30 boats, got to adjust from what we were doing at 25 boats, right? And it's sort of gone that way. Um, you know, and, and then I got so busy in my own life that I needed help. I needed like an assistant to just sort of handle some stuff for me. And uh, then I, I put that in place, right? And then, you know, we needed a couple more wash guys and systems guys and stuff like that. So we got them in place, you know, and then we promote from within this guy that I hired as, as my first guy. You know, I... I 
you know, sort of empowered him and gave him an opportunity in the first season in, uh, in Sag Harbor. We were um, sort of invited there uh, by, by um, you know, a few people and uh, that, again, gave us an opportunity and believed in us. And I went up there with that, you know, my first guy's name's Mike. Um, me and him ran the entire operation by ourselves, just me and him. And I had a guy down here sort of handling things. I was also managing from there, but you know, we ran that whole show. Now he knows what he's supposed to do last season, second season, he went and did a phenomenal job. So that was two years ago. And then last season he ran everything solo, everything solo. And then now this year again, solo, right? Okay. Um, So you're, so basically when you get these new opportunities, you're pretty much in the trenches to help suss out what's going on, like going to a new market being, well, how far is that? 2000 miles away from where your home base is. Yeah. Going out, dealing with what's going on in Sag Harbor, the Hamptons, like you got to be on the ground to figure out yeah. the base level and then you can kind of hand it off. Cause you, then you understand what's going on. Yeah. You know, I, Definitely. Um, I don't think it was really intended that way. Um, I didn't really think about it like that. It seems um, to just happen. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sorry, I have clients like calling and texting me. Um, so I, I didn't like go into it with that thought process. Okay. Right? I went there because I had to, because I had to go make it happen. Okay. Because you know, like Italian Yacht Group. It's a, you know, really nice boutique brokerage house here in Fort Lauderdale. They also have an office there and the broker there, uh, Boomer, you know, um, gives us a lot of business, right? And he sold 25 boats in one summer and, you know, we delivered all of them and, and he said, hey, I think you you do a good job up here and your services, because we were taking care of some boats for his clients and stuff down here. And he said, uh, what do you think about coming to the Hamptons? And I said, I think that's a great idea. And, uh, and you know, we, uh, we hit the ground running and, and, you know, and that's the deal. Um, but I, I didn't go there with the intention of, all right, I'm gonna train this guy, I'm gonna get him ready so I don't have to go next summer. I went up there because I needed to make sure that those clients and his clients and, you know, the Vanquish Yachts and everybody else that was involved had exactly what they needed, right? And it just sort of worked out in the other direction where I didn't have to go back the next summer. I also had my my daughter and all these different things. Um, so, you know, I needed to spend some more time at home um, and uh, Mike's done a, a really, really uh, great job. Um, you know, so that's kind of how it went. I didn't, I didn't, like I said, I didn't go up there to, you know, pass it off to somebody. I went up there to handle business and get the job done. And Mike and I washed every boat, did everything. I, I ran a boat primarily up there the first season. And, you know, for me, I try to remain teachable, right? Like I try to, to learn, right? And, and I'm, I'm not a know-it-all. And I'll tell you, like, I'm good enough to tell you when I'm not good enough, right? And, and, you know, I would ask the other captains that have been there and all these other guys, you know, like, hey, can, let's go for a run around on, on one of these boats. Show me the places, show me the things, you know, show me what to do, not, not to do, whatever. Um, so that way I don't look like an idiot when I'm out with like my client, right? Yeah. Um, and I've never been afraid to ask for help, you know? Um, you know, I've asked, I've asked 
everyone in my life for help one way or another, whether it's, you know, guidance, whether it's whatever, you know, even the guys, we had a meeting this morning and I said, if I'm not, if I'm doing something, if I can do something better for you or whatever it is, let me know, you know, you guys are obviously doing a lot for me and, you know, whatever it is, you know what I mean? I'm always looking for a place to improve or, you know, ways to do better or, you know, and that's where I think a lot of this, you know, one boat to a hundred boats comes from, you know? asking for help, asking for guidance, what should I do? You know, how can I adjust this? You know, what, where can we do better? What process can we implement that's better? Um, You know, what products can we use that are more efficient and better for the boats? You know, whatever it is, right? Sure. Um, But it's, you know, I, I never took the approach of like, I'm the man, I know about all this. Look at me, I got 30 something boats and I, I know how to do this stuff never been my nature well it's super rare for that to happen in yachting you know there's not not very many egos (laughs) yeah yeah, right (laughs) but so have you always kind of had that mindset or is this something that you've had to develop over time um you know i uh i think it came with with owning the company you know and 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 making the right decisions and learning to uh, navigate situations accordingly, right? And and there's been a lot of times where, you know, I know that all these people that I do business with and, and that I help or whatever it is, they're not gonna steer me in the wrong direction because it doesn't benefit them to steer me in the wrong direction, right? So, you know, I, I'd pick up the phone and say, hey, what do you think about this? Like, what, what should we do? Like, and, and these are like also their clients. I'm like, hey, sure. just talking about it, what do you think? We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna adjust this, we're gonna change this. What do you think about that? You know, and they're like, yeah, I think it sounds like a great idea. Or they're like, no, it's a terrible idea and this is why. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, so that's, that's always really been the approach. But um, for me, um, you know, it's something that, that, that I have to practice, right? It's not something that, uh, that comes, you know, supernaturally, you know, and I have to watch myself and I have to, you know, see, you know, cause everybody gets on their high horse a little bit. If you don't, then yeah. I know that you are human, you know, but, um, and I got to watch myself with that, you know, and, and, and I try to instill the same thing into my guys, you know, the guys that were washing boats that are now calling the shots. I'm like, you know, dial it down a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. take it easy. Remember, you know, these guys are here. We're all a team. We're all here for each other. I just hired a corporate captain and like technician yesterday. And I'm like, whatever you need, you know, I'm here for you, whatever you need me to do, you know, yeah. and same goes for, for, for him, you know? Um, and, uh, and that's always the approach that I try to take to be helpful, you know, and, and how can I help and how can I guide and what can I do to, uh, help the situation, be a solution based person, you know? Um, I try, uh, it's not a, <laughs> I'm not perfect at it. Um, uh, I heard you on you the know. phone before. I mean, it's, that's how this goes, but I, it's like, just for that example, just without details, it's, there's situation that you're dealing with, the customer called, but one of the things that actually, uh, not blowing smoke, but I was actually kind of impressed by just listening while I'm looking out at these boats, you kind of had a sense of, you knew what was going on with the entire situation you're basically coaching the client through the situation. Here's what we've done. We did this. We know this is going to be the cost. Here's how they can do it. 
Here's what this company is saying they're disputing. Here's what I'd recommend. Here's like a path that you can take and then hand it off to us once you get it here and we'll run with it there. If that doesn't work, we got these solutions and we'll yeah. work it out. It was very much like not uh, Now we're standing hey, by. Hey, what do you want me to do? Yeah. It's, it's a, it was just like, hey, we've got the solution. Boom, boom, boom. Here you go. Here's what's going on. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's the deal. And you know, don't get me wrong, I'm gonna give my team a lot of credit for that because they did a lot of the phone calls and backend stuff before I got on the phone with the client. Um, you know, but a lot, of, a lot of the owners, you know, when you're a brand new boat owner, you don't know, you know, how certain things work with like warranty or whatever it is, right? Like you buy a brand new Pardo, right? That's not to say, you know, if your engine breaks down, you know, it's like with your car, right? Like I buy a new car, whatever, it's under warranty, great. My engine, something happens and I bring it right back to, you know, GMC or Ford or Mercedes-Benz or Porsche or whatever it is, right? Yep. So, you know, that's, that's not how it works with boats, right? If your engine something, then it's the engine manufacturer, right? If something happens with your generator, it's the generator manufacturer. And, you know, I try to steer the clients and sort of educate them um, on how it works, right? Like, yeah, no, Pardo will 100% help you out. Vanquish will 100% help you out. Pershing, all these guys with, with doing that. But what's going to happen is, and this is at least to my understanding, is that they're just going to call the dealer for, you know, Volvo, Kohler, Cummins, Onan, MTU, whatever it is. Um, and get them out there. They'll just facilitate it, but it's not the Pardo technicians working on your engines. It's the Volvo guys, right? Sure. Um, you know, so it's the same situation with, uh, you know, with the, what I was just dealing with, you know, and sort of telling him no problem, you know, but this probably isn't going to be covered under warranty either way you're going to be spending you know x amount of dollars and a captain to bring the boat and the jet ski to wherever it needs to go plus them to come pick it up or you're going to spend x amount of dollars which is going to end up being the same cost to have you know towboat us grab your jet ski tow it to the boat ramp and take it out and get it done or me right if yeah. i have to go get a jet ski or a tender pull your boat somewhere get in my truck with my trailer haul it out and bring it somewhere still going to be around the same money. So, you know, um, but that's the situation, right? Like, um, we're here to help and advise and do, do what you need us to do. Yeah. It's all problems. Like actually give that expert insight because if yeah. they don't know, like there's so many moving parts with all this yeah. stuff and it, like you said, it doesn't work the same way. No. So having somebody that can actually guide you through, it's pretty critical. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and that's what we're here for. Right. And, and, Yes, we're here to maintain the boat. We're here to fix things. We're here to troubleshoot and wash and detail and do the daily and weekly maintenance and checking and all these other things. But we're also here to sort of educate as well, uh, you know, when the time is right. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm never gonna tell somebody like, this is why you're wrong, you know? Yeah. Um, but more the approach of like, how can I help you know, you understand how this works or whatever it is. Um, because, you know, for me, like, I don't know, you know, like I, I wouldn't know if I like just never, you know, had a yacht in my life and it was my first boat. That's a $3 million, whatever it is with all these super crazy advanced systems and technology and stuff. I, I, I'd, I'd want to 
get a rundown sort of on on how things go you yeah know? um but we're like i said you know we're we're here to help and advise and and do our direct job of managing and maintaining the boat but um you know i learned early on don't get on the phone until you have a solution you know um <laughs> I, i got chewed out a lot of times you yeah. know and one of my clients a long time ago said listen like just some advice like don't pick up the phone and call me and he wasn't like being like mean about it he was yeah. just like you know don't call me until like you have a solution in place because like the problem great but what what are you going to do moving forward right so you know that's just uh it's one of those business lessons that you pick up because you're dealing with business people a lot of times too. yeah yeah they yeah. all are and and you know um and they get it you know what i mean you know it's it's a it's a treacherous game because you know it's the toy that they want to have fun with and all this um and we do every single thing possible that i can to to make sure that that the toy is working and operating the right way yeah. <laughs> when they want to use it you know what i mean yeah um there's been countless times i've personally been on boats till two o'clock in the morning trying to figure stuff out and you know even my team my guys you know we're this is a we do whatever it takes at all costs no matter what operation right mm -hmm. um and uh and that's the deal for us you know there's there's you know i'm sure other companies or people out there that are kind of like nine to five and you know we're, we're not working on the weekends unless it's like a dire emergency and stuff like that it's just not how we operate yeah you know? Well, one of the things we talked about yesterday too was just uh, like attention to detail. So you were saying early on from the beginning, you'd have like sheets with people's info, names, like how they like the boat set up, yeah. info about preferences, like who their family is and things like that. Like, why was that a key part for you? Well, it goes back to like having a lot of boats, right? Like mm -hmm. you, you have to have everything um and i i want to say my my fiance like taught me this because like you know whatever but she said <laughs> she, she said uh you know you, you got to write things down like you have to like you know she's a business major and you know smart woman and 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 she's like this is like how you should do this right and again like i'm a t i feel like i'm a teachable guy and i'll take your advice and if it works out great if it doesn't then Try, it is what it is. Know? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I would always, when you have a lot of boats, you can't just always like go to the boat or be on the boat. Cause you might be, I might be in West Palm beach on a boat doing something and I have something going on in Miami, you know, and I need to be able to, you know, look in my phone quick and, or call some, one of my team members and say, I need this information right now. I'm on the phone with Diesel Services America or Jazz Marine or what or whoever, sure. uh, you know, whatever technician or Vanquish or Pardo or whoever these people are, and say, you know, here's the serial number, here's the model number, this is what's happening, this is the code that it threw, this is this, this is that, so that way we can expedite the time of of repair or uh, getting them to the boat or addressing something or when I get on the phone with the client, I have that solution, I know what's going on um you know and i have the rundown of of you know the entire uh you know machine or whatever it is whether it's the engines whether it's you know whatever's going on right um so you know documenting that stuff is always extremely important and keeping it somewhere that's at your fingertips that you can have right away yeah. um you know when when i had three boats 
Not so big of a deal. Yeah, whatever. Because yep. I was there, you know, most of the time. Yeah, it'd be nice to go on my phone and take a look, you know, whatever. But I was normally like there or right down the street or on the boat already. And, you know, if I was on the phone with somebody, hold on one second, go in the engine room, you know, get the part number, the the serial or model number, whatever it is, and, and see you later, you know. But um, I think as, and this is just for me and my business and life, you know, as we grow and, and approach a hundred boats, um, you have to be super, super on top of things all the time, right? Because there's a lot more room for failure and a lot more room to, you know, make a mistake or miss something or forget something or whatever. Um, you know, and so when we have that information right there in our phone and every single person that's involved with any sort of calling scheduling organizing whatever has that same information it makes our our life a lot easier and and not only that on the other side of it it makes you know for a quicker repair time or whatever else a lot of the time um you know which you know filters into our level of service and how we care for boats and what we do and our brand and all of that right so you know I think digitizing things is super important, especially now that we have that technology, you know? Yeah. Uh, 20, 30 years ago, you know. Wasn't whatever, really an option. You know, we're writing around, writing down in notebooks. Yep. You know? And we have, we do, we have, we have on every single boat we have, we have uh, hard copy like checklists and logs and stuff like that. Now all that stuff with, you know, like Vessel Vanguard turning into the to you know something that's a little easier to use that you always have on you um and that you can access anytime anywhere and and have that information yeah know? and you start working from the same source of data it's not hey uh well somebody's got this logbook and then yeah. well can you take me a, can you send a picture of that yeah. and then send it over and then we'll we'll get back to you because and the difference with that too or tell me if I'm wrong on this, but the difference between having that info is the difference between that solution for the customer, right? Of, hey, I know what what part, what make, model, serial number, everything is on the boat. I'm gonna call whoever I need to call, service rep, whoever it might be, figure out the solution, I have it scheduled. Here's the info, here's the, the dimensions of this, here are the hoses, here's everything. When can you be there? I can be there tomorrow morning. Perfect. Get that scheduled. And then when you call, that's the conversation versus, hey, we know that there's an issue. I'm going to send somebody out there now. They're going to find out. And then I'll call you back in three hours and let you know what the solution is right. then. And then that guy won't be able to get there until the next day or two days later. Yeah. They might even have to come back out yeah. to the boat to do another measurement or yeah. you had the wrong part number or serial number, whatever right. it might be. And now we got to order this, so the process can go from a quick couple three days minutes, to, yeah, to weeks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, just being proficient and uh, and efficient with things is is good. You know, you have to look, you have to know what you're writing down, mm -hmm. and you have to understand it, and you also have to know, you know, and 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 be able to have that stuff readily available at all times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that helps us with, uh, you know, with the scaling of having this many boats, right? Um, you know, 
It's, it's, it's crazy as it is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and, and, you know, going back to the detail of things, right? Like, you know, we're, we're, we provide a service that's so specific to the client that it's like, we have to be, like I said, and very organized, you know, have everything written down, um, you know, the setups, all these different things. Um, you know, we're buying the specific brand of water and the specific size water bottle for our clients. Like, you know what I mean? Times, you know, right now over 80 boats. You have to have these things written down. You, you, you know, you won't be able to accomplish it successfully if it's not, right? Yep. Um, there's just no possible way. There's no one person in this world that'll be able to nail it every single time without having something written down, you yeah. know, even, even just the little stuff. And like I was, I was explaining to my guys, you know, every single thing when it comes to a boat, and this is my opinion. And again, I could be like completely wrong, but to me, every single thing, um, on a yacht and in yachting is important. Every single thing. What do you mean? From, you know, the way the boat performs, how it runs, how it looks, how it feels, how it smells, all these different things, right? So if my engines don't run, but my boat's perfectly washed, Great. What, what's the point, right? <laughs> if, my, if my, you know, engines and all my systems are dialed in perfect, flawless, running, perfect RPMs, all these different things, and everything is good, but the boat's a complete disaster, trashed mess, the point right so all of these things have to come together you know and and that's where where a lot of my focus always has been but really is now right with dealing with this many boats every single thing is on a service schedule every single thing is getting looked at every single thing is getting you know some sort of attention whatever it is go in the engine room look around check this check that run this you know um on top of the way the metal is polished, on top of the way, you know, I mean, I walk on boats and I've trained my team, you know, every water bottle needs to be facing the same direction. Every single thing needs to be, when you open something up, it needs to look perfectly organized, you know, because what happens if an owner walks on a boat and, you know, yeah, it's washed really nice, you open the refrigerator and there's like nasty food and old drinks and stuff in there, you're like, you know, yachting is a very like luxurious, prestigious thing. You know, it's not. And, and the idea when I started YMS was to bring in the 150, 200 foot yacht um, sort of atmosphere and everything into the 40 and 50 foot boats. Mm -hmm. You know, like I guarantee you, if you walked out there on that boat right now and opened up their refrigerator and, and the galley or wherever or on deck, everything is perfect. Yeah. You know, um, and that's that's always been the idea. Uh, for me, right? Um, you know, the way the towels are rolled, the way that, you know, like I just, you heard me on the phone, make sure that the towels, the owner said, I want the towels washed, the way that it, it's laid out on the tag. You know what I mean? So that's like what we're catering to. It's not just like all oh, willy nilly, you know, go wash the towels, see you later, bring them back to the boat. You know, yeah. it's, it's very like, you know, organized and, and, and all of that. And like I said, sometimes we drop the ball you know, sometimes. And, uh, and that's going to happen. It's going to happen to anybody. I don't care if you have one boat or a thousand boats, it's going to happen. But if you got these systems you in know, place, you mitigate that. Oh yeah. 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 We, we've definitely lessened the room for failure for sure. 
um, by staying organized, by having, I have videos in my phone of how the owners want the boat set up. And I have clients that are like, I don't care, just uncover it. And I have clients that are like, I want three towels here, three towels here, you know, these waters in this refrigerator, these beers in this refrigerator, you know, this is the, what needs to go, these are the towels for the bathroom, these are the towels for the exterior, you know, stuff like that, that are all extremely specific. I want this ice bucket with this bottle of wine in it. When, like we were talking about, yeah. when I arrive to the boat, this is how we want. And, and rightfully so, right? Like we just spent all this money on this boat. You pay a lot of money for a management and, you know, service team and, you know, you want things that way. Right. Sure. Um, and that's who we cater to. Right. Um, but like I said, I have some clients that are just like, Oh, I didn't know you'll uncover my boat for me. I'm like, yeah, just, you know, let us know. We'll be there. That's cool. And, um, you know, uh, and we, we have to cater to all these different personalities. Right. So by having things written down, by having things organized on spreadsheets or schedules or, you know, software like yours, um, you know, it helps us, you know, not fail at what we're doing while also making our job and our life a little bit easier along the way. Right. But the most important thing above all is is, you know, client happiness, customer service. Yeah and stuff like that you know that's why i've been on boats till two o'clock in the morning right yeah just getting because, things done because it ha i have to because i'm I, for me it's you know i've always said this the success of yms and and um you know the my client's happiness is like life or death for me it's not a game it's not a a, a little whatever thing it's it's not even a numbers game. It's this is I, I it needs to succeed or or no good, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's just how that's how I'm, I'm I guess I'm wired. I don't know, but you know that's that's how we've uh, that's how I've done it. Nice. Well, and one of the last things I wanted to talk to you about was this trend towards some of these smaller yachts, the 40, 50 foot yachts versus some of these. Goliath guys that we're looking at here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Behemar. So what, what's your, what's your thoughts on that trend? Um, yeah, like we were talking about a little bit the other day. Um, I see like a lot of my clients who, you know, we have a lot of extremely wealthy clients that, you know, can have, you know, very big yachts and 150, 200 footers, 90 footers, 80 footers, all these things. And, what I've seen is, you know, a lot of these people, like the client I was just with, right? He literally just said to me, he's like, yeah, like I, this is the idea behind having this boat. You know, I want to be able to just hop on and like go for a cruise with my kids and just hang out and like, you know, not really have to like have a whole captain and crew and five stewardesses and, you know, a deckhand and all these first mates and all this stuff. Um, and just to be able to kind of just go cruise around and, and spend some private time with like my family and stuff like that. Um, and I think that a lot, you know, I think that there's that aspect of it. And I think that there's also the, you know, aggravation aspect of it. You know, when you're dealing with a smaller boat with less options, you know, less TVs, less nav systems, less, uh, you know, ice makers, less refrigerators, yeah. less things that, less generators, less things that break on boats. Um, you know, it's, it's a peace of mind thing, right? Mm -hmm. 
and a lot of these guys with you know like the the higher end boats like vanquish pardo stuff like that um you know are able to accomplish the same thing that they would on a 80 or 90 foot boat you know and like like i said when we were talking like i'm all for a big yacht i think it's an amazing thing having the jacuzzi and this and big huge stateroom and it's nice and you're sleeping on it and you got a you know big family or a lot of friends or something like that i think it's a, a an amazing idea right um but there's a lot that goes with that right um, it's like having a business it's like having another business right you have to deal with the people like your crew you have to you know have payroll you have to have all these different things compliance stuff certain stuff like that um i'm not like a big boat guy i don't try to be but um you know there's there's a lot that goes into that when you can accomplish really the same thing like dinner at sea spice anchoring at nixon playing around running around on sea bobs you know whatever the case is having food on board you know and 10 people on board you can do that same exact thing mm -hmm. on a 50 pardo a 58 vanquish a 45 vanquish a 43 pardo uh you know 47 intrepid stuff like that you know uh you know we have a bunch of uh, 47 azimuth verbs right like you know they they offer that boat offers tv cooktop ice makers all these different things uh you know a bunch of refrigeration um sun pads all this stuff that you know a hundred foot yacht offers you know it's obviously a lot smaller a lot more you know uh condensed but um that's 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 just my opinion and what i'm seeing right mm -hmm. like you know i just don't see like a lot of these guys that that can have these huge yachts a lot of them it's like you know they they it's like cars for them or something like they like to go out and drive it themselves they like learning about it they like you know understanding the systems like i got a client that just took delivery of a boat two weeks ago read the whole owner's manual front to back hmm. like you know what i mean yeah. like <laughs> probably knows more about the boat than uh the manufacturer right <laughs> like it's you know yeah. so um you know it's that's just the direction that i'm seeing things go um and and maybe it's just in my direct fleet and in my clients maybe um you know but it seems it seems to be that a lot of these these uh owners are starting to sort of get away from the bigger yachts you know hmm. um you know i have clients that we just did a trip i had a captain and crew go over to um the bahamas for a week um on a on a 58 vanquish and you know they slept in like this nice villa like the owner slept in this huge nice villa and like all these different things like you know i have clients that have 80 foot boats that don't even sleep on them, right mm -hmm. so you, it's like either take the 80 footer or 100 footer versus the 58 yeah. and if you're going to take it there and you're going to sleep in a villa or do anything like you that you have your boat there you go boating all day whatever snorkel dive hang out chill whatever come back and you're going back to your hotel room you know yeah but like I said, I have, I have, uh, you know, I've had and had, I've had and had clients that, you know, have big boats and love it and sleep on them and have their families and do big trips and all these different things. And I think that's amazing. And I think that it just goes with like the program of the boat, you know, like what you're doing, where you're going, stuff like that. Um, but, you know, just seems to be that people are going towards the the higher end smaller day boats you know more so than ever i don't know if it's a trend or whatever but but uh you know i think it's a good idea you know yeah. it's cool it's a lot less stress less hassle less stuff a lot of the times cheaper you know things like that plus you you still have a 
beautiful yacht, you know, that's awesome. Um, it's just not a 90 foot, you know, San Lorenzo or whatever. Yeah. So. Well, and you can even use them as tenders. And actually when we were here filming another interview right there was, I don't know, it was at, it was at least an 80 footer with, a. A Vanquish as the tender. I'm not sure what size Vanquish, but just uh -huh. sitting right there and you can even use it as a tender. I mean, yeah. and they're they're beautiful. Yeah. Like when they're polished up, those oh, are yeah. slick looking boats. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. And I'm I'm super grateful because, you know, we, we have such a great relationship with them. Um, you know, and we have a new amazing relationship with Pardo Yachts Miami as well. Um, you know, but we we get like the nicest stuff, you know, we get the, the coolest, newest, you know, stuff, you know, we have, we have Wally's, we have other stuff, you know, and, and all of our boats, you know, we've hit like this little, uh, you know, space in the market that, um, you know, we start with a lot of brand new boats, right? Um, and it's, it's great, you know, a lot of the boats that we have today, we've gotten since brand new that are four or five years old, sure. you know? Um, and uh and it's awesome you know like seeing like we get excited it's like new it's like christmas like yeah. new presents you know <laughs> coming you know we got i got 20 about 20 boats that are getting delivered between now and the end of the year um you know vanquishes pardos stuff like that a bunch of 58s coming in um and uh and it's cool to see like the little changes and the new stuff they do i'm actually going to be going to the factory this summer um you know to see how it all goes down but you know it's cool to see like all the new like little things they're doing like you know just the little stuff like you know oh they added like this carbon fiber deck shower now it's like you know yep. um you know just a little, little stuff like that it's really cool and um you know learning some of the new systems like when they switch from raymarine to garmin and how that, how that all like sort of works you know and um, with their, you know, certain, like their software for the boat, uh, how, you know, turning lights on, turning pumps on, things like that. Um, you know, it's, it's exciting. Right. And I try to remember that, you know, um, because we could very well be working on, you know, 15, 20 year old stuff. That's just kind of like, yeah, you know, um, but we're fortunate enough and I'm super grateful to be, uh, involved with these companies and, and being able to, you know, handle the brand new, cool, you yeah. know, uh, uh, you know, fun toys, you know, um, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, yeah. it's great. So, yeah. you know, well, dude, thanks for coming and doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Before we wrap up, um, is there anything else that you want to touch on? Not really. No, I think we, uh, we nailed it. Nice. You know? And, uh, where can people get a hold of you, whether it's Instagram or reach out to you if they want to work with you? Yeah, our Instagram's real big. Um, uh, definitely Instagram, it's YMS underscore FL. Um, my personal number is 754-465-2913. Um, and then, uh, you know, on Instagram, there's, you know, the link and everything will take you to the website, uh, yachtmgtservices.com. Um, and, uh, you know, our email's on there as well, so. Um, you know, pretty, pretty easy to reach. You know, Sweet. So. And we'll put it in the show notes and everything awesome. too, but cool. I appreciate Jared, thanks it. for doing this, man. Definitely. Awesome. Thanks for having me.